Hey, welcome back to Bobblehead Podcast. Um, I haven't done an intro for a while, so I'm kind of excited about this. Uh, fun episode this week. Tim and I get to talk about and reflect on my military retirement party. It happened about a week and a half ago, and some of the stories uh, that we shared and some of the stuff that, that Tim got to see from his perspective, some of the stuff that I got to see from my perspective. We just have a good, cool chat about it. So we're glad you're here as always, and uh, let's get started. Thank you. Everybody loves Post Malone. I do love You know what? We've gotten to where we live. We... we we listen to Post Malone a lot. Like Post Malone Radio is really good. Yeah, his, on, on his Pandora. new album, his new albums are actually pretty good. Um, it's different. It's it's almost like seventies, eighties kind of vibe. It to is, it. and um, I was listening to him, and I never really realized this, but I was listening to him on Rogan, which, by the way, it was like a four and a half hour, five hour podcast. Never <laughs> like I listened to it over a two week period of time, and those guys, you're talking about bros, those dudes broed big time. I'm sure they did. I mean, yeah. big time. But he was talking about. You know, he goes, hey, man, I owe my career to auto-tune. And I'm like, oh, I guess he does auto-tune. Everything's auto-tuned for him. And yeah, it it's cool a- that he admits it. But if you listen to all the songs now, every song is auto-tuned. Yeah, that's... Didn't he when originally he sings. start... If he raps, it's different probably, but... Yeah, didn't didn't he start out as a country singer? Wasn't that his original genre? Or did... Oh, I, I don't know about that. that I don't know. I don't maybe know maybe of- you had a cowboy hat on when you listened to it the first time. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, there are country singers with tattoos all over their face. I think no, I can't think one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There actually is one. There's a dude that has a t- tattoos on is his like face. Like a Kane Brown guy or something like that. No, it's not him, but it's somebody else. In, in fact, there's <laughs> that, one guy that covers his astute, face. That was an astute observation. It's not him. It's somebody else. Thank you. It's <laughs> <laughs> thank you. You pick up on the little things. I love that. Um. So, completely different subject. We went to Fort Worth. It was. A week ago today. Okay. Yeah, today's Tuesday, right? Yeah. So it was a week ago today. Remember, I told you we were in Fort Worth to oh, look yeah. at those boats. By the way, I, have I told you about that? I'm, uh-uh. The boats are unbelievable. So if, wouldn't you say the boat was incredible? I mean, next level. Like, unbelievable. Like, that was the name of the What's uh, What's the boat? It was a Tyga. Uh, oh, yeah. Wake, wake, uh, work surf boat. Uh-huh. I mean, all the things that nobody's thought about, they thought about. I yeah. mean, it was done Dude, it's like their next level ZX, right? It, yeah, is, is it's that the called one? Ultra or something yeah, the like ZX that. Yeah, ZX Ultra or something like that. Yeah, dude, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm sold. I love this thing. This is amazing. Give me an idea of the price, and he told me the price, and I said, I thought you said, and I said, what I thought he said, and he goes, Yes, that's what I said, and I said, So, is the paint gold or is there actually gold in the boat, like? <laughs> Not the like. Is there are there bricks, gold bricks in the back to help make it more weight in the back? And he he didn't laugh as much as I did. But dude, so anyway, we we went and saw that, and I was really excited. And then that happened, and I was really bummed because that's not gonna happen. And um, and then we went to I, I'm like I want to go to a Mexican food place over there. So I want to go somewhere. That, and so I'm like, oh, it's famous. We we'll go Joe T Garcia's. Awful. I've never absolutely. Been. The one there in stockyards? Yes. Yeah. It was awful. Was it bad? Like, there's five things on the menu. Weren't there like five things on the menu? Yeah, like five things on the menu. And, none and, of them and even we got, oh, sure, the margaritas are supposed to be great. Not even great. No. I mean, and, and you have to pay cash, which, okay, fine. But if you better be really good to ask everybody to pay cash. Yeah. And it was not really. I think maybe they pay cash. That way you leave, you can't go back and tell the credit card company not to pay. <laughs> It's like you can get you a chimichanga and a, a chimichanga and a, and a frozen margarita. Yes, chimichangas. <laughs> they didn't have chimichangas. 
<laughs> but um, hey, so it's been let's see today's Tuesday, last Tuesday. So it's been about a week and a half, or give or take, yeah. since your retirement party. It has been. Which I I attended not all of it, but some of it. Yeah. So sorry about that. No, it was. But um, so I want to talk a little bit about that because we talked in the last podcast about expectations and that sort of thing. And then you and I talked a little bit. You wanted to get that deep into it if you don't want to, but but I we talked a little bit about it. I guess it was later last week. Um, but man, I you know from an outside perspective, and it was kind of cool because you know me and some of your friends that aren't military, you know there was like your military friends, and then there was us knuckleheads, right? Yeah. And so it was cool because as the day grew on more and more guys showed up that you knew and it was, it was cool because, you know, we're all friends, but we didn't serve in the military with you. And it was really cool for us to watch you around the guys that you serve with, because I mean, you guys stand, y'all were like standing in a circle and it was, it got the, the, the circle grew bigger and bigger and bigger as the day went on. And it was obvious that you guys had had, those conversations in a circle like that for years and years and years and years. And you're swiping on each other and, you know, verbally kicking each other. And, you know, it was like you guys picked right back up where you left off last time you saw them. Yeah. And some of them had been seven years, 10 years since I've seen them. Really? Yeah. And and you'd never know it and seeing them and, and it was, it, it's hard to put into words what that whole experience was. Right. Yeah. And when you talk about the circle overseas, when you're bored and like, you're just standing around, like you just stand in a circle and do the exact same thing. Right. Just tear each other to pieces. Right. right. Tell the same stories that you've told a hundred times, only they right. change a little bit and you just find better and more innovative ways to make fun of each other. Right. Um, and it's, it's those types of relationships that it's like you were never apart. Right. Yeah. And you can really pick back up where, where you left off. Right. And again, some of those guys hadn't seen them in forever, but it's same conversations. And of course it's conversations about kids and stuff like that. But inevitably the conversations always revert back to, to what you talked back about to, back, back in the day. Military, right? Right? Yeah. Again, the same stories that we told each other, um, 10, 15, 20 years ago. Yeah. So it, it was, again, it was so cool and it was so humbling to have people show up and, and celebrate from every, every walk of life, right. Yeah. From every, every part of my, military career from non-military friends. <clears throat> it was just, it was a cool day. Yeah. It really was a cool day. It, it, so it was, it was, um, it was fun because, you know, you guys, when, when I can see you guys talking, you know, you're laughing and you're joking and, you know, I can just picture you guys back years and years ago, kind of doing the same thing. And guys do that, right? They stand in a circle and they pick up each other and they have conversation. They can stand there for hours, especially have the beer in their hand or drink or whatever. Yeah. Right. But it's amazing when you have good friends that you've done things with and been through stuff with that you can see them after seven years, 10 years, sometimes even 20 years. And within three or four minutes, man, you're picking right back up mm-hmm. where you were. And it's, and it goes back to, I think what we have in common, you know, that's what kind of brings us together and that's what we feel comfortable with. But it's also when you've like for you, you guys have done hard things together. And when you're around those people again, there's, camaraderie that's probably different than not than just working together right would you is that probably a true statement yeah 100 percent, right and what's funny is you never remember the hard times you remember never remember the bad things you don't you don't yeah stand around after those years and tell stories about how much something sucked oh yeah, yeah. and even if it did you were you recall it fondly right you just uh, wow. time has a way of 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 washing away 
the misery that, that yeah. was associated with something. Or again, you find the bonds and the camaraderie and the misery. And huh. even, I think even our childhood or regular life is that way, but certainly the military stuff. And yeah. like you, sometimes over time, you gain a greater appreciation for what you had to go through in the moment later on in life, right? Again, and I think that's that's true for any yeah. kind of struggle we go through is yeah. oftentimes it's, it's hard to find the the growth. It's, it's hard to find the positivity when you're going through something that's, that's really difficult in the moment, physically, emotionally, whatever, yeah. right? But as you have the ability to get some experience under your belt and look back on it, I think is when you get your best objective look at the situation. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, we on the podcast, we've talked about similar things a lot, right? About, you know, and it comes back to wisdom. We talk a lot of that when it refers to wisdom of the stuff you go through, the hard things you go through, it's what makes you, you know, wise and makes you the person you are today. And so to hear you say that about those guys and, and, you know, you guys go through the same, some of the rough stuff, but even the rough stuff you remember it finally, like when you said that, it kind of hit me sideways and I thought, you know, I, I guess that's, that's really true. You go back to anything difficult and the further you get from it, the more you look at it differently. Right. And, you know, I wonder if when you get 40, 50 years, is it even more so? Yeah. You know, and, and it, le- it kind of leads me to this is, you know, it's, it's funny the things you remember. And, you know, we've talked about your childhood. We talked a little bit about my childhood and, you know, I, I was, I was uh, texting my mom the other day. Actually I was texting dad and I, I was, it was some random stupid thing I was doing. And, I can't remember what it was, but it was something my dad taught me like years and years ago. And it's simple, like how to drive a standard or like, or it was how to cut something. I forget what it was. And it wasn't even, he probably did it one day. It took two minutes. He taught me and never thought about it again, but I was doing that. And that memory came back to me of that moment. Right. And I texted dad and I said, Hey, thanks for teaching me this. And I try to do that. You know, Hey, thanks for teaching me this. Cause you know, when we go through that, and especially you right now going through with your kids and, and Lisa's kids, you know, the stuff that you're going through, you think they don't remember, but they do remember and they, they will pick it up. Even if they forget, it comes back one day, but you know, I'll never forget, you know, dad out there making me go shred and me being hot, 110 degrees. And I keep coming in he's like, Hey, you got five minutes, cool off, get back out there. And I just, I, the moment I hated him for it, mm-hmm. you know, but I thought about something the other day and it made me think about those days of shredding of how much I hated it and how awful it was. And, you know, and it wasn't a big deal compared to what a lot of people have to go through. But at the time it, for me, it was miserable, but I'm so thankful that he, you know, he made me go back out there because it taught me grit. And so, you know, I can think about you and your buddies and some of the stuff you guys have been through. And even if it's just, you know, going through, you know, training or going through whatever you're all in it together yeah. and you're, it all sucks and you're all in it together and you know those things you look back and are thankful that you went through it with these guys mm-hmm. and if it was anybody else it may not have been the same it may have been the same but it may not have been the same it's but it's it's what brings you guys together you bring up interesting points about even being a parent and recall back to your childhood of being, of learning something and maybe even you knew in the moment that it was something that you needed to learn but like teenage angst or frustration or annoyance because your parents were breathing at the time. Like yeah. you, you didn't have the ability in the moment to appreciate what it was that you were learning. Right. Yeah. And I think it takes time and you maybe going through those reps to be able to look back and view it again for objectively what it was. Right. Like the, the, the growth or the, the, the cool moment that it was, um, you know, and I think we're even that way now, like it's still hard for us to be able to appreciate something 
in the moment as much as we're going to look back and appreciate it. Yeah. I don't know if it's a mindset thing or it's just a, a reps in life kind of thing. But, but again, I, I think recalling things in the past tense always tends to smooth out the edges of a memory. It does. You know, Sophie and I've had those conversations about, you know, when she was in high school and we had some moments in her room that were not fun mm-hmm. and um, you know, they weren't fun for her and they weren't fun for me and she didn't want me there and I didn't want to be there, but I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm going to stay here. We're going to have this conversation if it takes three hours, you know, and boy, she did not like me to say that to, to be nice. She did not like me at the moment, but both of us look back and talk about it. And, you know, she's really glad that I stayed and I'm really glad that I stayed. And, you know, now that we've been through it together, it now it brings us closer than yeah. it would have before. And those were not fun times. But, you know, I think of little things and little things we the small things we do with our kids that we teach them that take one minute or two minutes, but yet they, it's a lifetime thing that they have the rest of their life, whether it's a word, whether it's teaching them how to hang a, hang a picture on a wall, whether it's, you know, something just we think is stupid at the time, but it would be, and it would be so much easier if we did it ourselves versus teach them how to do it. Just get out of my way. Right. Let me just, I'll do it and teach you another time, but taking the extra time to show them is a skill they'll have the rest of their life. And I think, especially kids now that I'm older, I look back and I remember those moments, you know, and the older I get, the more I remember them. And that's why I text my dad. I'm like, Hey, thanks for teaching me how to do this. Or thanks me how to teach teach me for that. Because, you know, those are all things that the league will ever as a parent will never feel like they listen to us until they come back and say that. And it's not that, you know, dad needs that from me, but man, it sure feels good. I'm sure he does get that, you know, I'm sure it feels good. I think we all need that. Yeah. I think especially as we get older, right? Like we all end where we started. And I think those moments of hearing appreciation from people for the work and the effort that you put in, I, I don't think you can understate that. Yeah. And you know, as men, we try to brush it off, but the reality of it is those, we need those affirmations as we get older more than we, I think we even did as, as kids. Right. Yeah. Because again, we want to, be able to understand our legacy. And, and until we get to that, you know, the later stages in life, I don't think we can even really start to Im- understand the impact that we had on people. So yeah, send those messages, man, because he, he needs to hear it. He, and yeah. he wants to know that, that what he, you know, will inevitably and what will all inevitably leave behind means something. Yeah, you're probably right. Okay. So back to your retirement, that's so funny. I say retirement back to your military <laughs> retirement party. So give me, give me one or two things that were your biggest takeaways that Today is your, some of your favorite memories, some of the things that meant the most to you. You know, number one for me was, was easily, and I, I wish this was the part, I wish y'all I know, could have been man, there for I know, man, I hate it. And, um, you know, some of the guys showed up later in the day, but they, Rudy, you met Rudy, he, oh, yeah. he opened it up and he told a story and about, you know, something that I, how I had impacted him in the past. And he told a couple of stories about he and I together serving and, and, you know, kind of how I changed his life. And then the guys kind of took turns coming up to the front of the room and kind of telling a story, a fond memory, a funny story, something like that. But, you know, putting words to the impact that I was fortunate enough to have left on their lives. Right. Yeah. yeah. And hearing those stories, it, it, it takes you back to that point in time. Right. Yeah. And, and makes you want to do better, makes you want to be better. I know. But it, but it was yeah. hearing those stories. It, it, it was, it was living and reliving the legacy that I left in the military. Right. And, when I, when I set out to to 
to join and to, to be a soldier. I didn't even know what the future held. Yeah. Right. And then one twist and turn led to another. And I was able to look back on, on 23 years. Um, and again, knowing that you did more good than bad and knowing that you really truly made an impact on people. Yeah. Um, means the world to me. Yeah. Right. That, that, and not through words or accolades or awards or medals or anything like that, but just the fact that, that, that my effort and, my heart and my intent on these guys to make them better and not just bring them back from a combat situation, but really to truly help make them better at what they did in life. Um, it stuck. And, and I think that's what, that's what we all want in the end of the yeah, day. You know, it, it's so cool because it's, it's to hear you say that, you know, for people that aren't military like me, right. I didn't, I've never had anybody in my family that was really military. And so I haven't really been, you're the closest I've ever been to anybody that's really been in the military other than Nate and a couple other guys. Um, but it, it's we, from the outside when we think about military, we think, you know, you're doing this to serve the country and you're making a lasting impact on our country by the things that you do. And, and that's not, I mean, yes, it is, but no, it's not. Right. Yeah. And and you think about it, it's, it's the people that are around you that serve with you that you impact the most, which is probably what makes our country better. It's not what you did for the country. It's what you did for the, right, the guys around you. And those guys did for you. Right that make you better, that makes our country better. Is that, is that accurate? Yeah, it's spot on. And you know, people are like, well, you're all there to serve. And, and I'm like, it's, it's not, no, we don't think about it at that deep of a level. We don't think about national policy when we're overseas, right? right? We think about the love that we have for each other individually and as a group. And the fact that I would never want to do something or put us in a situation that would cost somebody else their life. Right. And I knew they, they felt the same way about me. Right. And so that kind of shared bond made sure that we, by and large, would all come home alive. Right. But, right. but again, to your point, we're not thinking about it like, oh, we're all here to defend, to defend America <laughs> right. from freedom. Cause we don't even know what that means. Right. right. We, don't, we don't care who's in office. You don't care who the president is. You don't care yeah. who's in control of Congress. At the end of the day, it's a bunch of dudes that are there that are, were there initially to draw a paycheck. Right. right. Cause they maybe didn't have anything else going on in life. Right. Or maybe they were living out a legacy, but right. what they found was each other. What they found mm -hmm. was a bond that was bigger and stronger and something so much more important than any one individual yeah. in the world. Yeah. By the way, your brother's a good dude. Don't tell he, he doesn't listen to this. So good. then you can, then you, you can, can talk, you can talk yeah. positively then, but like I, Jamie and I probably spent 45 minutes talking to him and um, man, he's, you know, it's weird at, at first I didn't even realize he was your brother until I kind of, then I'm like, okay, there's, there's some dabbing in there. Yeah. Right. But you guys are different, but you're the same. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, man, I gotta tell you, I, I really liked your brother. Really good dude. Yeah. Um, but that, so that kind of leads me to my, my last question is, so how was it for like Lisa's family to hear some of those things? And Lisa, Lisa, no, I had never heard some right. of these things. Right. So how, how did, did y'all talk about that afterwards? We, or did, we did. We actually talked about it last weekend when we were all up in Kansas. Um, they got to see and hear stories of somebody that they didn't know. Right. Because yeah. I'm not forthcoming with stories. I, like I don't, we've, we talked about this a thousand times. Like I, I'm very proud of it, but I'm, I'm trying to work on the next thing. Right? right. And the next thing came as a result of what I used to do in the past. Right. But like, you'll never hear me grandstanding about stories about back in the day. Right. Yeah. So they were all a little bit blown away by the stuff that they'd heard. Yeah. Um, and the stuff that the guys, that the guys told them and the stories that we told as a group, they were like, we don't, we never, we know you were in the service. We know you got to do some cool stuff, but we had no idea. Yeah. And I'm like, it's kind of the point, right? Like it's just and my brother, my Ryan's even the same way. Like Ryan was like, it's so cool to hear those stories because so much of that for even my family was just kind of shrouded in a little bit of mystery because right. you know, it, it was just, 
the way that it was at the time. Yeah. So and, yeah. and you feel like it's not your job to go tell all these stories, no. right? But it was cool that other people were able to tell them. And and it's it's um I bet it was really cool for them to hear that. I know if I was them, it would be cool to hear that about you because they're learning about a guy that they thought they knew. Yeah. Right. And but now there's a whole nother side. And so there's probably a new level of at least until the next fight, at least a level of respect, <laughs> right? Um, a level of respect and, and admiration a little bit because it, you know, anytime you learn more about someone's life, good or bad, it, it makes that person more whole, right? It makes yeah. them more of a complete person and it helps you better understand their past helps you understand the present a little bit. And I know that so many times you hear about people that have, that have passed and then the stories happen of, Oh man, let me tell you a story about so-and-so and let me tell you about this. And this is what they did back then. Like, Man, I had no idea. I, I know there was a guy um, when I lived in Sulphur Springs, and I, I, you know, I may have told you this story, but I, I loved back in the day. I'm a big flying guy. I love P thirty eight Lightnings, which was the twin engine fighter from nineteen. I think they built like in nineteen thirty eight, nine forty, something like that. And uh, it was P thirty eight Lightning. It was built by the guy that 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 designed it. Was just my hero of airplanes and everything else. But anyway. I heard one day said somebody said there was a guy that flew P-38s in the war in World War II. And this is in a little bitty town of 12,000 people. Yeah. And I'm like, who is this guy? And they said, oh, he works over at this, you know, he does uh, engineering drawings over here and does them by hand still. And it's a little bitty hut looking, looking building. And, and so I, one day I just heard about, it. I just walked in and um, I kind of said, Hey, I'm Tim Elliott. And I, I hear you flew in the war. And he goes, oh, but you're here to to hear about, to, for me to tell you about my book. And I'm like, well, maybe, I guess. And he was like, oh, yeah, well, turns out he was one of the first test pilots for the first jet fighters the U.S. ever built. I'm like, that's really cool, but that's not why I'm here. And he's like, really? I said, yeah, you flew P-38s, right? And he's like, yeah. And I, and I said, would you ever be willing to go to lunch someday? And he said, I'd love that. And so every other week or so, I would take him to a Mexican restaurant, and we'd sit there for two hours it took him two hours to eat a salad because he was talking the whole time. He would tell me stories upon story upon story of the guys he flew with about, you know, air battles he had. And, and I would just soaking it in. Right. And so most people saw him as a feeble, older, you know, guy who did, you know, drawings by hand for engineering stuff. And they never knew who he really was. You know, the real person that this guy was, I mean, I was so blessed to just meet, meet him, much less get to have a conversation like that with him. And so, you know, and he's, of course, he's passed on now. But, man, you, you want to find out about people now. and You want to be able to have a conversation with them now. I met a guy named uh, Lefty Gardner. Lefty flew, of all things, P-38s in the air races, the Reno air races, back in the 19, gosh, 60s, 70s, something like that. And uh, he was an old rancher. Mm-hmm. And he just loved airplanes and, he bought this thing and, but I got to meet him and got to have a conversation with lived next door to my sister. And we talked for an hour and a half and I'm like, man, I'm so glad I got to meet that guy and have that conversation and learn about him before he passed. Cause it made my life better. It was more interesting because of that. So, you know, I'm not saying you're going to be dead anytime soon, but you know, who knows, who man. knows, Yeah. but it was really cool for your family to get some of that. So congratulations on your retirement. Thank um, you. And it'll be good when you actually get your real papers yeah. and, and get all the benefits that go with that. It's even the best part, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, man, I'm, I'm excited for you. I'm proud for you. Sorry to stick around and hear some of that stuff, but I, I didn't know if y'all wouldn't start 
the way y'all were drinking beer and and scotch and stuff, it, it I figured it'd be about eight o'clock by the time y'all got around to it. Yeah, I was twenty three. I got twenty three bottles of bourbon. That was that, that was a gift. <laughs> so Military guys love to give out bourbon. Yeah, well, I'm glad I didn't do that. Oh yeah, that tequila. Yeah, that, I mean, about half gone by the way. Is it really? Oh, yeah, dude. Hey, it's good, it's, isn't uh, it? Just a good sip in tequila. Uh, it's it's absolutely fantastic. one of my favorites. Yeah. It's one of my favorites. It's smooth and it's it it it, ha- it it has a taste, but it's not like a distinct. I don't know. It's kind of different, but yeah, I like it. It's awesome. Well, proud of you. Way to go. It's all done. Put it in the books. Now what? On to the next thing. Yeah. What's this? What? I don't even know. Yeah. Lots of stuff. <laughs> Life. We'll figure it out as we go. Yeah. Okay. I like it. <laughs> all right, man. Until next time. Until next time.